Good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining me. I'm Ditsy Dieter. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a narrator. I'm just a girl who likes to talk, and I like to talk about weight loss and life. So let's get into it. I know it has been a long time since we last spoke, right? I really miss our conversations and I'm so glad to be back. I have been sick these last few weeks and I work with the public. So if anybody gets sick, it is inevitable that I would get sick too. So I've been gone, but I am back and I am too excited to talk to you guys today. So as you may remember, I love to sit outside on my back patio. So that is where I'm at right now, soaking up some of the sunlight. I am in Texas, so I know some of you guys right now have a lot of snow and not much, you know, warm weather. But right now in Texas... We're doing pretty good. We are doing a fabulous. No snow. The sun is out. A nice little breeze, but a beautiful day overall. So I'm sitting outside. If you hear any of my background noises, I apologize ahead of time. But you guys know I love my back patio. So let's get into it today. So like I mentioned, I was sick. But during the time I was sick, I noticed that I lost a few pounds. Not because I was working out, not because I was eating healthy, but genuinely because I was sick, I did not feel like eating as much. So naturally, my calories drop drastically. Therefore, I lost a few pounds. Now remember Losing weight is not the same as being healthy. So even though on a scale it showed that I lost a few pounds, that may have been muscle mass, which is something we do not want to lose. As a matter of fact, that is the one thing we want to gain during our weight loss journey. We want to lose fat but gain muscles. But anyways, what I observed during this time was that I naturally wasn't hungry. I naturally did not want to eat. What got me thinking, now that I feel better, how can I curb my appetite naturally? So that is what we're going to get in today. We're going to talk about five ways you can naturally, without getting sick, curb your appetite. Number one. Drink more water. Yes. Fun fact. Did you know that when you feel hungry, you may actually be thirsty? Right? I know. Mind-blowing. So this is caused from mild dehydration. Mild dehydration is often masked as feeling hunger when your body really just needs water. And the confusion happens in the part of your brain that regulates both appetite and thirst. So when dehydration sets in, the wires get crossed, which may make you feel hungry when in reality, you just need some water. Now, this is coming from health.com. And another great benefit of drinking water that can curb your appetite is that water takes up space in your stomach. So... Like we talked about in the last podcast, that eating slowly can help you start to lose weight. And the reason being is because it takes about 20 minutes 
before your brain gets the signals that you are full. So when you eat slowly, you're giving your brain time to catch up to the signals that you are no longer hungry. And in the same way, water is taking up space in your stomach, allowing those signals to start going to your brain saying, hey, I think we're filling up down here. We can um, slow down on the eating. So water is a great tool to use when curbing your appetite naturally, along with a bunch of other benefits that we won't get into right now because water has so many great health benefits. So number one, drink more water. Number two, protein. According to the health.harvard.edu, Protein takes longer to digest than carbohydrates do, which explains why it can suppress your appetite. But the study also suggests that more protein you consume, the longer the effects may last. Now, this can be helpful for people who fight afternoon cravings or who need help losing and managing their weight. So protein is really, really good uh, for this as we commonly know, like, you know, we got the protein shakes and a lot of diet is very high in protein and low in carbs. And the part of that being is because protein, you know, helps suppress your appetite. Now, some of the good proteins is lean meat, eggs. Oh, and you can also do this with beans and peas, soy products, and Greek yogurt, according to the medical news today. So eat more protein. Number three, exercising. Exercising can naturally curb your appetite. Now, I know some of y'all is like, oh, she lied. She is lying because I have been to the gym plenty of times, worked out, and was starving afterwards. Well, that is true. You probably did feel that way because there are a few things you need to know in order to make this work. So let's just talk about it really quickly. A review based on 20 different studies found that appetite hormone are suppressed immediately after exercising, but with high intensity workout. So that's the key right there. You need to be killing it at the gym to get this to work. Okay. So if you're doing like a low to moderate workout, that can actually make you feel hungry a lot quicker. So this exercising in order to naturally curb your appetite is referring to high intensity workouts. So you need to be killing it in order to get this to work. Okay. So the study showed that lower levels of the hunger hormone in our body was actually a lot lower after working out. And the hormone that makes us feel full was a lot higher. Now, once again, this is with high intensity workouts. So if you're, like I said before, if you're doing a low to moderate workout, this is not gonna work for you, okay? You need to be killing it. You need to be getting that heart rate up. And here's why. During a challenging routine, your body shuttles most of its blood supply to the heart, brain, and muscle. So essentially, your digestive system is abandoned. The harder you exercise, the more blood you pull away from the gut, 
and the less hungry you're going to feel. But here's another catch. You know, people tell you don't go to the gym hungry, like eat a little something before you go. Well, here's why. Because even though all the blood is being pulled from your gut, so you're not really feeling hungry. When that blood comes rushing back down, baby, that hunger is going to kick in like nobody business if you don't have something in your stomach. So if you have absolutely nothing in your stomach, once that blood go back down, baby, you're going to eat everybody out of a house and home. So have a little something on your stomach before working out. So here are the catches. Exercises can naturally curb your appetite if you eat a little something before going to the gym. Not a whole meal. Don't y'all go to no buffet and, and, and tear it down. Tell me I'm about to go to the gym. Have a little something on your stomach. And then when you get to the gym, kill it. Kill it. Do a high intensity workout. And when you're done, you're not going to feel as hungry, which That's the opportunity you need to take to think about what it is you're going to eat. So while you're not feeling hungry, plan your meal. Be mindful of what it is you're going to eat next during your recovery from the workout. Okay, so exercising can naturally curb your appetite. Number four, caffeine. I love caffeine and we're going to talk about the caffeine between coffee and green tea because the studies that refer to caffeine as curbing your appetite, they did the study on coffee and green tea. So we're going to get into it. Okay. So coffee, if you know, you know, right? Coffee is just the best thing ever. And green, green tea is cool. It is. But not all caffeine is created equally. I'm always and forever going to say that. But although the coffee and the green tea can suppress your appetite and it can make you feel good, you may just even want to go to the gym, it do have some side effects that everybody should be aware of. So number one, if you are using coffee to suppress your appetite, Um, I just want you to be aware that if you are a coffee drinker, like I drink coffee once a day, but there are some people that drinks it every day, about two to three times a day. This may not work for you. Your body get used to that caffeine and it doesn't have the same effect um, as it would as someone who only drinks it every once in a while or somebody who only drinks it once a day. And the same thing with green tea. If you are somebody like me who drinks coffee and feels the effects of coffee a lot stronger than green tea, and you start trying to wing yourself off of coffee by drinking green tea, it's probably not going to have that appetite suppressant effect that you're looking for. Okay, so If you are going to use this method in order to curb your appetite, just keep in mind that if you are already overdoing it, it's probably not going to work. So you need to just cut back and maybe try one of the other ways to suppress your appetite. So I just wanted to go ahead and say that before somebody be like, oh, I drink coffee at a time and I stay hungry. Yeah, 
that is that that's probably true. That's probably exactly what's happening. And also for someone who's not a coffee drinker and was like, oh, you know, I don't mind giving it a try. Drink it black. Don't put all the sugar in it and be aware of all the side effects of caffeine. Be aware that it can make you jittery. Be aware that it doesn't actually help you wake up, that it actually blocks the sensors of you feeling sleepy. So you might feel alert, but you're actually depriving yourself of rest and sleep, which can have some long-term effects health-wise. So basically what I'm saying is drink responsibly. Like this is a way to suppress your appetite. So that's why I brought it up that it is, it is. So if you're like new to like drinking coffee and you know, you might talk to a personal trainer or talk to somebody and they say, hey, have a black coffee only at breakfast time. This is why, because it does help suppress your appetite and it does give you energy. But for everybody else who may be drinking it a lot, just be cautious that this may not be the appetite suppressant that you want to go after. All right. So that's number four, that caffeine, green tea and coffee especially can help with your appetite. Number five, this is my favorite one. It is a combination of a few things. So you are going to eat high volume foods, eat slower and eat often. Okay, I know that sounds crazy. I'm trying to suppress my appetite so I don't eat often. If you eat high value foods, you can eat often. And when you do that, you are going to eat less. So let's get into what are high value foods. High value foods are nutrition rich foods that doesn't have many calories, but makes you feel full and give you the nutrition you need like fruits and vegetables. So you can eat eat a bunch of fruits and vegetables and I'm speaking strictly related to feeling full and calories. I'm not talking about any other dietary restrictions like diabetes and sugars and all that stuff. I'm talking about strictly lower calorie foods that are high and rich in nutrition for a person that's not worried about their sugar content due to diabetes or worried about other things like that that are separate health issues. So I want to make that clear before somebody say, oh, I can't eat all that. I can't do that. I'm not, not talking about y'all. All right. So let's get back to it. Eating bulky, low-calorie foods, okay? Reducing, now this is the medical news today that's talking about this. Reducing general food intake while dieting can leave people feeling hungry and that's how you start binging binge eating right you start starving and you're like oh no let me eat up and then you start eating a bunch of stuff but if you start eating high rich nutrients food it will give you energy and lower the calories and this includes vegetables fruit beans and whole grains okay eating large volume of these foods will stop the stomach from feeling hungry and still allow a person to burn more calories than they consume okay so that's from the medical news today so basically eat your eat your food eat good food healthy food nutrition rich food 
And like I said before, eat often. There are a lot of like bodybuilders and, you know, fitness gurus that eat on a schedule. Like they eat every 30, not every 30 minutes. I'm sorry. They eat every three hours religiously to keep building their muscles and to keep their metabolism going and to keep their bodies from going to starvation mode. So when I say eat often, I don't mean eat a pizza every three hours or go have french fries. No, make yourself a balanced meal. And then you will notice that you will start eating less of that meal, especially if you're eating every three hours. If you get to that hunger before that hunger gets to you, you have way more control of what you are putting in your body because you're not making rash decision based off of pain. So if you're eating high nutrient rich foods often and top that off with eating slower, you will be doing your body justice on a whole nother level. Okay. You will start eating less. You're going to feel fuller, longer, and you will give your brain time to catch up and realize that you are full before you start overeating. And on top of that, it's going to look like you're eating a lot, but the calories will be lower and the nutrition nutrition will be higher. So number five is a combination of eating good food at a slower pace more often. That is how you can reduce your appetite naturally. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed these five ways you can naturally suppress your appetite. Once again, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a narrator. I'm just a girl who likes to talk. So thank you for talking with me today. And I hope you join me next time for more conversation regarding weight loss and life. Be positive. Enjoy this beautiful day. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.